little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and Carmen Kirk Check them out as they go to work c c congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a can of bass and blast, blast, blast And I hope you like this show. Wow. Wow, yeah. Ooh, no forgetting press record press to press record. No forgetting hit record. We got it. <laughs> we got it all straight this time. I'm adjusting to this new seat. I got it. Whew. So what was what didn't you like about this little area here? Uh, why did why did we have to change? I don't know. I didn't like the camera there. Okay. I think that's what it was. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I just didn't like the whole setup. I don't like sitting over there. You just don't like it? No. I mean, we'll figure it out. Just a little odd little corner to be in, I guess, with the camera facing that way, but mm-hmm. whatever. Are you more comfortable out. whenever we are in our guest setup? Yeah. Where we look out at to the camera, yeah, rather than at each other. But we're focused. I think the thing is that uh, we're focused on a laptop, yeah, rather than we're talking to somebody else. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a different. It's just different. I like that setup. Would you rather if we were across from each other? I don't know. I ain't thought that far into it. You just know that you didn't like sitting here in the seat, right? I know that I'm not that good at cameras and saying how a camera should be set up or anything like that uh-huh. i can't even take pictures you know that yeah so i don't know yeah i know that yeah you got to figure that out what's better <laughs> mm-hmm. so how's your week going it's going good you had a birthday this week i did yeah how was your birthday it was good it was a good day yeah uh, i had to work but you know what i made money on my birthday so that's not bad Mm-hmm. And then you took me out to a cool restaurant, right? Via Vecchia, mm-hmm. we went there. It's an Italian spot. Horrible name. Yeah, I don't know about. I mean, I don't know if the name is that bad. It's probably hard to spell, and def- if you don't have a spelling right, you can't look it up on Google. I <laughs> I didn't go. Yeah, exactly. You can't. I I didn't look for reservations there because because I can't pronounce it. Yeah. I don't like to go places where I can't pronounce the food on the menu, yeah. which was everything on the menu. It was most of the you stuff. You couldn't even pronounce the drinks. Uh, I can. Yeah, I don't speak Italian. There was one <laughs> drink. It was called the, John, the Jimmy Two Times. That's funny because I knew a guy named Timmy Two Times. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know the Timmy Two Times. Where's the, the Johnny Two Times? Oh, not Johnny. Jimmy, Jimmy two, times. two Times. Jimmy and Timmy. Yeah, it was, good it, was a, it was a good restaurant. It wasn't bad. Um, I think it was expensive for what we got. But, I mean, at the same time, you're paying for the experience to go sit down. That You're paying for the name, the experience, the labor, the food, all that stuff. But uh, The name you can't pronounce. You're paying yeah, for that. Was it was it overpriced? Absolutely. Would, would, uh, so we've been watching uh, Bar Rescue. Yeah. And uh, John Taffer. He uh he says a lot of the time. Did you know that people spend twenty percent more money if if there's four different types of decor? If there's paint, wallpaper, wood trim, 
you know, uh, uh, exposed stuff. You know what I mean? It's Stone. Tr- it's true, though. Uh, did you know? Uh, and so, uh, how much more do you think people pay because they can't pronounce the name? More money. <laughs> I bet that, that that's that's one of those things that it he is. Knows. It is one of those he's things. Like, he's like, if you, they don't know the name, it asks them questions, and then they want to go there. They want to find out about the name. I haven't seen him say this, but I bet he would. I think I get it depends. If, it depends on the type of customer you are the, because you don't want to go to a place with with that situation because you don't want to deal with that. But other people who like to ask questions, mm-hmm. that's perfect for them. Right. Like you were working at a, a kitchen where people could see you and yep. they ask you questions all the time. Like, what are you making? Mm-hmm. What's going on over there? Mm-hmm. Do you like it here? Yeah. Oh, the food's so good. You must really like cooking the same thing. 40 times in a night. And I must really love talking to you while yeah. I'm cooking right. the same 40 fucking things. Yeah. The, <laughs> like, thanks. I don't deal with the customer service part very well, mm-hmm. which is odd because I'm in school for hospitality management. So I'm supposed to be better with people. Right. And I haven't gotten to that point yet. I'm still trying. Maybe you just missed the class. Uh, no, I yeah, think you I, haven't taken. No, the, that's not the true. Knowing your guests and treating them as people yet. You no, have, you haven't taken no, that don't. You would think that that would be a one on one course. The guest might, <laughs> might be. A, <laughs> might be a three hundred one. Who knows? For know. hospitality, right? No, I think that is typically the other way around. Guests mm-hmm. don't know how to treat the staff right. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess it's a difference if you're in a kitchen cooking and people are walking up to you versus if I was just strictly hospitality. Then that would be my focus, but my main focus is food, and then the hospitable part comes when people are walking up, asking questions, and all those extra things. But um, I'm gonna get better at it. I'm working on it. Working on not sending people to the wrong place when they ask where the bathroom is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it's funny because that's my normal life. If somebody asks me for directions on the street, I give them the wrong directions too. Right. So. <laughs> so I guess yeah. I got to work on hospitality. I think I'm hospitable a little bit. I don't think so. But that's all right. You don't you don't have to be yet. I'm in school for it. <laughs> I know. I let a lady hold my arm and I walked her to the to the door last week. And then you said that's my good deed for the month. Oh, I don't months. need to help. Oh, three months. <laughs> I don't need to help anybody ever again because I helped this elderly old lady that couldn't even walk to her car from the sidewalk. Was it? Yeah. Like, like it was three steps. Yeah. <laughs> a, a step a month. That's what you get. Yeah. Crazy. It was a good deed. It's all right. I'm not. I I know. Whenever I was working in the hotel business, and uh, I uh, <laughs> so. I used to be a bellman at a hotel there for a little bit. And it was right around the time uh, Black Swan came out. Mm-hmm. A- have you ever seen Black Swan? Directed by Darren Aronofsky. No, I've seen little clips, but not the whole movie. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Uh, well, the, I remember uh, when it was popular. The uh, director of, not the movie, but the director of the the the. Pl- the ballet in the movie is played by a, a French actor named uh, Vincent Cassel. And uh, he's also in a movie called uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, which uh, is, it's about a wolf and it's in French <laughs> in French, you know? And, and uh, so I had, I was familiar with his face from that. Mm-hmm. Right. And whenever people were French and they came to this, you know, 
to this uh, hotel, I would talk about, and, and you know, I only worked there a few months, and it was right around the Oscar season. And then I was like, oh, he got so excited because you know he's nominated. You know, your countryman, he might just get an Oscar. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh man, it sucks. He didn't, and I'd get more tips. So you used that movie <laughs> to talk to French people that came into the hotel, right? Oh As I God. walked them to their room and so carried their bags. That's so pandery. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> it was kind of true. I don't think that I was lying. I mean, it's the, but what I, they say, you got to use what you got to get what you want. Yeah, that's right. Um, what did, uh, I used to have one for Australians. I can't remember what it was. You had one for everyone. Yeah, I had one for Australians, too. <laughs> can't remember what it was. It was, uh, I can't remember. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, That's part of the business, though. Yeah. You want to be relatable to people because then people are like, oh, hey, he knows this and that. And, you know, being a bellman, you know, you're the first thing that people are supposed to see whenever they come to the hotel. You also might be the last and they might ask you for directions, you know, yeah. like, where should we go? How do we get to LAX? You know, you got to know the valet man. Uh, he was like, you got to you got to know how to get to LAX. Yeah. Well, I guess for all those people who are bellmen or valet or it could be any any part of hospitality, front desk or mm -hmm. anything like that. If I come into your establishment and you ask me, am I from 8 Mile? Mm -hmm. Yo ass ain't getting a tip. <laughs> you don't get a tip? <laughs> no. So don't please don't do that. <laughs> I get that a lot. Oh, you from 8 Mile? Uh -huh. like, come on, God. But how stop. far away are you from 8 Mile? My mom live on 8 Mile. Right. <laughs> so what's the cool? I didn't grow up, but it's, that is fucking stupid. Uh-huh. She just happened to live on Eight Mile, right? <laughs> and so, basically, Eight Mile, the the movie with the uh, Eminem, Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Well, technically, my mom is a one block from Eight Mile, right? But yeah. But the Detroit, the uh, the way that the city is gridded out is there's a street, there's two mile, three uh, mile. No, it starts at a uh, six mile, six mile, seven mile, eight mile, nine mile, ten mile, eleven, and there, twelve, and then it just goes into. And the, that's how many miles you are away from the city. No. Then where? That's just a street name. That's just the name of the street. That's just the name of the uh, busy streets, pretty much. Uh huh. Yeah. <sighs> so it's and then those are all divided up into like neighborhoods. So mm -hmm. like six mile, all the area between. The mile before that, which would be Plymouth. So all the area between Plymouth and Six Mile is all six miles. So all the houses and the entire area between those that's two six blocks, miles. that's all six mile. And uh -huh. then from six mile and seven mile, that's all seven mile pretty much. And then mm -hmm. seven mile eight, and then it just kind of moves along like that. Right. So there, uh, all those streets are split up into neighborhoods. So when Eminem talk about that on the movie, it's a the neighborhood that's off of Eight Mile. Mm -hmm. So. It's, that's the main street that runs right. through, pretty right. much. <sighs> I think it's it's pretty simple, actually. It is. You can't get lost. It is, <laughs> but that's but that's the thing that people know about. Right. Right. They know about Eight Mile. That's it. Yeah. From the movie. Yeah, from the movie. Or I, I get a lot of people who will say like, "Oh, you like Kid Rock?" Mm -hmm. Like people will say that, or they'll say Insane Clown Posse. Insane like ICP. I'm oh, like, I don't know of... them. Like, dude, nobody. Oh care about man. Them. Oh, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> One of the I what? Guess How old are they? What's the age the uh, ICP? demographic at for ICP? The, because they wasn't the popping when I the was Juggalos? a kid. Uh, well, I know being in Missouri, um, I first heard about them in the sixth grade. Mm -hmm. There were three boys that were in my class that were 
into it. Juggalos, yeah, yeah. They were they were really into it. And it, you know, it's about the there is a little bit of a feud between the ICP and the M&Ms there for a little bit because uh they were supposed to play at a festival together mm-hmm. or something and then one of them got like disinvited and or weren't invited. It was like in the same they're they're both from the same area, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. But one of the guys, he's saying that he's uh, one of the ICP people. He's saying that he's having uh, heart issues and he's going to be doing a farewell tour here soon. I just Jesus saw. Christ. So, yeah. Shaggy Too Dope, I think his name is. Yeah. I was going to look it up, but I, it came to my head. <laughs> or maybe it's the other one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's but funny. There was a uh, video game that had come out a long time ago, and it was an ICP backyard wrestling video game mm-hmm. it was pretty good yeah they're all, i mean i don't really know much about them i hear about i hear what people say about them that oh okay, i would i would never I, I don't think i've ever heard any of their songs yeah that's what i'm saying they're like mm-hmm. they were like an underground uh little right if you're with little it, band that had a, a bunch of influence like a ween or anybody like that who has this cult following cult following yeah but not mainstream and uh i think uh uh they kind of people their lyrics are like rude and like vulgar but then it turns out that like there's like heavy like religious like symbolism in it mm-hmm. and stuff like it's super strange like if you like look at the that culture but but see that type of music they they hide things like that within a music mm-hmm. like rock music typically hide a bunch of gross messages in it like uh-huh. they'll be saying the same thing as somebody else in rap or somebody will be saying and they mm-hmm. won't get criticized for it but if you say that in like a rap song sure everyone's on your ass mm-hmm. so they kind of hide it behind all the heavy instrumental and stuff mm-hmm. so i kind of like that yeah <laughs> yep they're able to get away with things i don't know it's always been like that though that's the thing if you think about bands throughout the history of time like it's been a bunch of bands that talked about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and never got really caught out for it sure but now i'll tell you this much they on r kelly's ass right now <laughs> yeah r&b did singer. he come out with a new song no oh, wow they can't be on him no too bad, they're on his ass right now they are about to and then he made a comment uh and said i think that is very disappointing how a lot of my friends in the music industry are not uh being supportive of me financially during this time Mm -hmm. considering how much i've helped other people and everyone is like i think that's a threat he's about to go down and all those people that he helped that's not helping him he's gonna Mm -hmm. bring you like wait to this trial he's gonna do a six nine he gonna do a six nine on the ass and it was like that was the warning shot for you guys because he pretty much has gone broke Mm mm-hmm First off, he can't read. He's already illiterate. So I don't think his finances was in the order they should have been in in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then he's been in jail for two years and paying all these legal fees to he's spending all this money to try to get free. Well, you have to think about how much money he actually spent before he got caught, legally caught. How much he spent to keep things quiet before people even knew. Because that's a bill right there. You think that all of a sudden people found out and then they're like, oh, no, you know, like you you know, we've been hearing stories about R. Kelly since we were children. Yeah. You know, like everyone has. You're right. So, I mean, it's it's not uh, anything new. Is how much money has he spent, you know? to keep things quiet until this point, you know, yeah. and who had those monies. And 
Yeah. That's who he going might, down. That's who that's, going to go down. He's got him. those receipts. And it's people already speaking out saying that, yeah, I did this and I did mm-hmm. that because I was scared I was going to lose my job. So right. they're already trying to, like, distance themselves mm-hmm. from, like, accusations and things. Yeah, It's going to be a mess because he didn't do it by himself. Like I said, the man can't read. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that, that he can right. barely, like, read and write. So it was other people helping him. Mm-hmm. And they might go down. He shot a warning shot. Oh, That's I think it. it's very interesting that no it's one's supporting me financially right yeah. now. Put some money on my books. Because you can't take away the fact that he did help a lot of people. He mm-hmm. is a big part of the music industry. And a sure. lot of people you see today came under him. Mm-hmm. So he did do a lot for people. I'd be just sliding some money on the side. Like, you know <laughs> don't please don't say my name. In don't, this. don't put my name in there, please. <laughs> we'll get we'll get you your ramen. It's okay. Yeah, what if you get off like Michael Jackson? (laughs) Then they'll make a documentary, you know, 10 years after he dies, and then it'll come out as fake, you know? Yeah. So it's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you had a birthday. So we finally, we got this new toilet seat. You wanted to talk about this new toilet seat we got. Sure, yeah. And that was not your birthday present. We actually bought this toilet seat a long time ago. And we we've it's been on the list. I think it keeps going. But today we've got it on the top of the list, and we are still even as we were talking, knocking it down as we go through. <laughs> like we yeah. really want to talk about the toilet seat, but we broke a toilet seat. Not we. Well, I mean, it was a Don't group put, nope, effort. Nope. Just because I was the one that was you know making the toilet seat uh, you know Break. perform its function, and it broke. You know, that doesn't mean that it was my tis, fault. Tis, 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 However, I said, Kirk, how did you break the toilet seat? He was like, I shifted. I gave a little <laughs> shift. Well, you know, I used the squatty potty, right? That See, the damn thanks, Will. <laughs> your goddamn squatty potty. I broke the squatty our toilet potty, seat. right? And uh, <laughs> so I, I feel like there's a little bit, because of the angle that your body's at, there's probably a little bit more pressure on that toilet seat than normal. Absolutely. Um, so... Uh, I went in for some uh, adjustment and uh, it, it kind of just, you know, slid out a little bit further than it was supposed to. So then we went to <laughs> the hardware store, hardware store, and uh, decided to get a toilet seat. Yeah. And the whole time we were looking, you were like, which one can we get? And I was like, we can get any one of these. <laughs> and you were like, really? And because then, I you don't had know. this big smile on your face, Shut like up. shopping for a toilet seat. You're like, uh, uh, and then, and then it was like, this was the first thing that we've bought for our house together. I feel like an actual like went out, and you know, when we got the air conditioner, you know, I just ordered something online. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we need this. Whenever we bought the couch, we just ordered something online mm-hmm. so i bought during covid so we couldn't get in there anyway uh bed bed frame all that stuff just bought it online showed up when it did but this was the first time we actually went out and shopped for something together right right and you liked that yeah i did it was nice um i've never went shopping for a toilet seat before uh-huh. but i was i was confused as to what seat you can get mm-hmm. with the hinges i right. guess I don't know how to put on a toilet seat. I'm mm-hmm. sure I could figure it out if I needed to. Right. But uh, I've never done it before. So I'm like, yeah, which one do we get? What if we <laughs> get the oversized one? Right. And just set it on there. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. 
Just in the toilet seat aisle at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All this stuff. Right. Toilet seats are not that expensive, actually. No. No. Well, how am I supposed to know? You don't know what they cost. <laughs> well, you could get a nice one. I was confused. Could- I was so confused that the couch cost what it cost. I'm like, we paid how much? Uh-huh. You thought the couch was more expensive than it should have been, but the toilet seat was too little? I don't know. I don't know how much household things cost because I've never... Bought uh, them before. I've never spent... How much we spent for our couch? A lot. Uh, 500 I ain't never spent that much for one item. <laughs> no, okay. that's crazy. For a couch, I'd go get that $25 full time from Walmart. And but be we good. had two of those. I know, oh. I know. It was time to get something new. It was very, it's, it's nice, and it's definitely adulting getting a couch. Sure. <laughs> a couch. You know, it was, you know, to get that uh, futon, whenever we first, when we first moved here, uh, we knew that we would, because we have a one-bedroom apartment, we knew that we needed a place to sleep, but we also wanted to get something quick and we wanted to have something that we could sit in afterward, right? Mm-hmm. And so we went to Walmart and we got the same futon that I, I got when I moved out of my parents' house. The exact same futon. And like it was like almost crushing for me. I was like, oh, I'm going backwards because that's the one thing that I hate the most is going back, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I going back. But it, it, wasn't going, it wasn't going backwards, though. No, it wasn't, but it just felt like that. And uh yeah, and then it went through and then we actually got another one <laughs> because the back started the get all, the whole thing started to get all warped and stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. they're only supposed to last a couple months. The padding in it goes ugh, first thing to go. Left it on the street. It's gone in a second. Yeah. Oh man. You remember all the zip ties on there? Mm-hmm. Because as the welds would pop, oh man. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like we moved, uh, we met on an island. Mm-hmm. We fell in love and we decided to just try this thing called a relationship and living together in life. Right. Like we decided to just go for it out of nowhere. Before you were on an island, you probably had more stuff than me. Before that, I was just moving from place to place with the um, different jobs and resorts and employee housing and things like that. So typically when you go with those types of jobs, everything's kind of paid for. You don't Mm -hmm. need to move furniture. And so I've been living my life pretty comfortable with not having to buy furniture or anything. I just kind of pack up my personal belongings, move to the next stop and all everything's furnished and perfect and ready for me to go. So, um, like even when I lived in Texas, I left all my furniture there because it was so much work to try to move all that mm-hmm. shit out. I was like, they can have this shit. It's not that expensive. Right. So when we got together, like we're both pretty much coming. You're not leaving an island with a fucking couch trying to mm-hmm. deliver it. So we started from nothing together in another state and we had to build up to what we had. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's pretty crazy to just fall in love with somebody on an island and decide to like move across the country to start a life together. Sure. So. It is, especially you know, you knew him what eight months or something, and then you're just like, okay, let's do it, let's do it. Um, but at best that decision point, I ever made, best chance I ever taken though. At that point, I had by the time you had shown up, I was already done with furniture. I was a hammock man. I had a hammock and I had a folding zero gravity chair. Like, I didn't need furniture anymore. I was like, this is all I need. I sleep in a hammock. I hang out in a hammock. If I want to sit down, play some video game, I sit in a folding uh, a folding uh, zero-gravity chair. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it was great. But before that, you know, I had this nice little pleather couch. And I just, oh, 
just kept getting worse and worse. And <laughs> some people were not kind whenever they would sit down. A lot of ploppers. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of ploppers. But yeah. um yeah, I was kind of done with furniture and then like I was like, oh now I need to get back to the furniture. I got this girl here now. I gotta get furniture. She ain't gonna be okay with a hammock, <laughs> even though it's made for two people. I know. Do you remember the first time? The first time I slept in your room and uh I slept in a hammock in your room. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared. I was like, first off, you got me hanging in the middle of the room. In because we had uh, we had separate hammocks. Yeah. I was a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, what we we're going to do, both squeeze in a hammock that's floating it's up. It's a two-person hammock. Yeah, I know. But I was not even used to hammocks. I uh-huh. had to get used to. Right. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And then. <laughs> I really liked the one Fred had, too. He had a good one. Yeah, well, he had mine. Oh, <laughs> he he bought mine after I bought mine. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Right, yeah. Well, I, like I mean, it one. was the same. Yeah, it might have been a different color. I mm-hmm. can't remember, but it was the same brand. Amazon, yeah, they had some nice little hammocks there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but uh, yeah, the uh, and then uh, that that morning, somebody came looking for somebody i can't remember who they were looking for and then they see your feet they knew you were sleeping in my hammock mm-hmm. because your feet were hanging out the side mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like those feet are too small they can't be kirk's feet yeah <laughs> yeah but kirk liked to leave stuff out that girl was there looking for him and she was creeping and then saw me laying in his hammock with her creep ass you know we talking <laughs> Why your little creep ass coming up here in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning? Like, oh, I just wanted to talk to Kirk. He ain't up, bitch. I think I was supposed to do a boat run or something. I don't think you were. <laughs> she was coming. She knew what she was doing. She was being a creep, creep. creep That's creep. how it is. Like, you get with a guy, and then next thing you know, all the girls come out. They're like, well, all we want sudden, him. Right. It's the same thing. Like, I get with somebody, and then all, all of a sudden, you have guys like, oh, we should have been together. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we have been together then in the first place? Like, mm-hmm. why does it take you being in a relationship? Why do you like, say that now? Yeah. Right. I don't know. I think it's a thing where it's like, that person is taken now and I can't have them. People want what they can't have. Yeah. So it's a level of that to it, for sure. I think so, anyway. You want to talk about this bird lady? I do. Yeah. So, me and Kirk... Uh, we were walking I walked you to work it was my birthday actually it was your birthday you so I walked work. you to work and uh, there was uh, you don't like birds and like I like to do this thing whenever we're walking where I'll uh, if a bird like flies above us <laughs> I'll like to stop where I'm going and kind of run in a zigzag motion like the, the bird's trying to get us and you say stop it yeah I don't like birds And you were attacked by a bird I was. <laughs> so, it's not that funny, though. Yes, they swoop down on people okay. all the time. It's a pretty normal thing for them birds to come out <laughs> on you. Like, they don't, if they hungry enough and you're eating and walking past, uh-huh. like, they will swoop down on you. Right. Okay. So, there's this woman. She's got a, does she have a dog? Yeah. She has a dog. She better have a dog. And she's uh, feeding these birds. No, not regular feeding. This bitch dropped a whole <laughs> bag of bird feet in the park. Uh-huh. 
So she summoned all the birds in the whole city right. to come. Uh, ah, ah, all over the place. All over, everywhere. Uh-huh. Using the bathroom on people, just flocking everywhere. And it's like, how dare you? You don't think that's extremely disrespectful? Mm-hmm. Like, how, I understand you're an old lady. Your husband probably died. You don't have no kids around. Only thing you have is your dog and feeding the birds. Right. That's fine. Feed them at your house. Uh-huh. Why are you at the park doing it? Like, sit it outside of your house uh-huh. in your backyard. Wherever you live, don't come to the park maybe, where people congre- congregate and then do that. Maybe they don't get the same birds. Maybe <laughs> she just wants, you know, those. That lady lives not too far from us. She lives in an area. She does it all over town. Does she? All yeah, over she's place? a serial bird. <laughs> she just goes lady. to places. She's like, she brings bird feed and she feeds and she has certain spots around the city where she'll drop bird feed. You know how like in like the, the mob shows and stuff, they'd be like, you want protection? You know, and you're paying for protection from the people that, you know, you're paying for protection for, you mm-hmm. know? What if she's like a little, like, bird lady? She's like a little bird mafia lady. She's like, <laughs> she's like you tired of bird shit on your walls? I'll skip your stop. Start paying me. <laughs> <laughs> if know. not, I'm going to release the birds I'll on get you. the birds. <laughs> I was so angry. Oh, oh, my <laughs> God. So started mad. off my birthday so negatively. You're like, why? And you're yelling at her. I'm like, calm down. Don't yell at her. She's all the way over there. She can't hear you anyway. You're like, ah. Oh, she don't care, though. That's yeah. the thing. This lady don't care. And she has a dog with her, so you can't, like, slap her in the mouth. Uh-huh. Somebody oh, needs to do might, something. Because you're afraid of dogs, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a, we were on a float one time. And there was a girl, she had she had something. And we had a, our, like, flat-top boat, you know? And it was just just flat-top, just people mover, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, like, threw some food out onto the float. And these birds came everywhere. And everyone started to yell at her. They were like, why would you do that? Why are you doing that? You know, like, like now the birds are going to shit everywhere. And they're bothering us now, you know? So people, they think that like you can just feed the birds anywhere. Uh, sometimes you know, like what? Like, what are you, an animal lover? You just feeding the birds? Mm-hmm. Like they the they fly in the sky. They're not bothering you. Leave them alone. You yeah. just want you so fascinated in birds. You want to feed them an inconvenience. Uh-huh. You know what they're going to do. Uh-huh. Like if you're smart enough to feed them, you know what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. They have parks where you can feed birds. They have areas for right. things like that. We used to, whenever I was a kid, we'd go to the, we'd go to, it wasn't a beach, but it was just the waterfront, you know, it was rocky and stuff. So you can't mm-hmm. really say it was a beach, but we'd go to the shore and, you know, we'd hold out loaves of bread and feed it to the birds, you know, but it was away from the other people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like in the middle of the park mm-hmm. that I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's frustrating. And then, uh, so I went to, Kirk walked me to work, and then we had this altercation with this rude bird lady. And uh, I get to work, and then we do a uh, banquet that day. I believe it was that day. It might have been the next day, but we did a banquet that day and the next day. We had a banquet that was for 20 people. They decided to up the part of food. So instead of getting six different appetizers and 24 pieces each, they upped that part to 48 pieces each out of six appetizers. A lot of food. Mm-hmm. And $5 a piece. I'm like, where do people get the money to spend it on food? Like, when you think about the money you spend on food, that like, $5 per piece of your appetizer? 
Yeah, think about that. A little piece of toast with avocado on it, $5. $5? Well, I w- avocados are expensive. Yeah. So, I don't know. Then toast and then labor, that all goes into the cost of it. So mm-hmm. they're looking at it like we could sell them for 7 bucks a piece. Right. It's like, dude, you got to eat that in three minutes or a soggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they paying this much money for it. They spent all this money because everybody at RSVP, by the time the day of the event came, no one showed up. We were about to get a tropical storm. Right. We're supposed to get this big storm that's coming in. It was supposed to hit yesterday. It hasn't hit yet. Well, it was going to wrap up yesterday. Right. Right. So we didn't even get the storm. No, it became it became like a tropical depression at at some point. But it just turned out to be a bunch of rain on Sunday. Right. We got some rain and that was pretty much it. And so these all these people canceled this uh, event. Nobody showed up because they were preparing for the storm. So. After we did all this work, rushing around, making sure every little detail was perfect. I mean, like, I'm making all these different sauces to, like, truffle mayonnaise and all these different things to put this together the the prettiest way. I'm, like, frying basil leaves and making it pretty and Mm -hmm. pickled mustard seeds. Like, really nice stuff and, like, things that take some time to do. And then no one eat it. When I left, it was all sitting there about to go in the garbage. Mm -hmm. So we did all that work and then... Nobody showed up because of the storm, the supposed storm. You're and right. then it all go in the garbage. <laughs> you know how frustrating that is. That's frustrating. Work all day and they're like, well, we you get paid to do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean you went to work, right? Yeah, you got paid to like yeah. do a bunch of work that got thrown in the garbage. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I guess it's the downside of the food industry. Things like that happen. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of got to go with it. It does suck, but it happens. It does. It does suck. Yeah. You would think there'd be a way to alleviate that. I mean, now when people pay for it, that's the thing. These mm-hmm. people paid that money for that. So if anything, they're the ones who lost. They lost out on all that. Mm-hmm. And then they, then on top of that, they doubled the par a few days before because everybody RSVP'd and mm-hmm. then nobody showed up. They're like, there's going to be more people than we ever thought <laughs> that would be here. <laughs> no and one showed up. like, oh, nobody's here now. Less than half of the people showed up. Uh huh. That's crazy. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> so we're back at the. Uh, we talk about this every podcast right now since the summer have started. It's hot outside. I'm feeling okay right now, but you brought it up, and now I'm gonna start to get hot. Oh but my I feel god! Good. Why is it so miserable at, this summer? I've been at work all day, and you know it's hot where I work. So like being in the house is kind of chill. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the thermostat right now. It says it's 80 degrees. Oh, it's jumping between 80 and 81 degrees. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know Ooh. that it's hot, but mm-hmm. like, I, I it doesn't feel that. I bad. feel nice right now. Right, right. now, I feel, it's probably that temperature over there. But we were blowing the cold air over here, so maybe, maybe we're all right right now. Yeah, we yeah. got a little time. We before got some we time up in we, here. Yeah, we got some time. <laughs> yeah, man, this summer it's uh, it's uh, August is you know the hottest. I don't remember the last hottest year, year being like this. The hot, August is typically like one of the hottest you know months of the year. Yeah, but this is different than like the this I ain't experienced this is different. It's, it's I don't know. It's the humidity that's that's hitting us this year, I think. Yeah. I think I've just been so cute. it's tip I don't know because I I'm starting to make a weather journal, I think. Yeah. Yeah, just just you know, one line, just like today is this this was the high, this was the low. Mhm. And it was humid. Mhm. And then I'll do that for the rest of my life now. So mm-hmm. then I can look at this date next year and be like, 
But I bet you if you looked at this date from last year, it'd probably be completely different. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe not. You never know. We don't know. Yeah. But it definitely feels moist outside. Like, I walk down the street, and I'm like, I'm already, I take a shower, uh-huh. get all fresh, right? walk to the corner, need another shower. Need another shower. It's like, what's the it point? It feels like you're you're walking in a shower. Yeah. Right? Everything's just super. It's so hot. <laughs> It's so hot. And it's just like your body just feels. Yesterday, I got off of work and I didn't have like a strenuous day. It's not like my day was rough, Mm -hmm. but it was hot and that heat made me so tired. I went to bed fairly early, I feel. Yeah, you did. You left me on the couch again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kirk always leaves me on the couch. If I fall asleep on the couch, I'm not waking you up. I'm leaving me on the couch. Because I'll if I hear I start to hear some snores over there, you know, mm-hmm. and then I say, "Hey, why don't you go to bed?" You'd be like, "No, I'm not sleeping." Okay, and then I start to hear some snores. I'm like, "Hey, why don't you go to bed?" No, I'm not sleeping. Okay, hey, uh, you know, <laughs> hearing some snores over there. Why? I'm not going to sleep. Okay, so then I'll go to bed. <laughs> You know, sometimes I'm so tired, and then, like, the TV don't help at all as well. Uh-huh. And sometimes I just get, once I lay down on that couch, that's it. I know. We got that beautiful chase on there. Yep. And it's just perfect for you to curl up on. Yeah, once I lay down too, and I throw the TV on, I'm like, oh, I want to go to sleep. Uh-huh. You also like cars. What you mean? You like to sleep in cars. Why you say that? Because if we go anywhere, I know I'll just be. I we if we road trip, you road tripping by yourself. Yeah, I'm going though. by myself. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk, don't say that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I remember one time. Uh, so we don't have our car has a tape deck, and we got the uh, little like plug in the tape deck to your phone. The old school, and uh, th- then you can hear what's going on through your sound system. Mm-hmm. And you had turned something on. And at the time, I had just gotten it. And you have to have the volume of the phone at a certain thing with the volume of the car. Otherwise, the sound comes out Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. Like it's high in some spots. It's super low in others. And it's just, it's not, it doesn't mix right if the, the volumes are messed up. Well, I figured out how to do it. And, but before I did, you put on like a, a podcast or something. Right. And it was uh, about an hour. I was just bored. I was bored listening to it, you know, mm-hmm. like because I was like driving. That's not really something I want to listen to uh, as I drive. I'd rather just listen to music, you know. And me and you also like different podcasts. Yeah, we like different ones. So, uh, yeah. And then it was like maybe I know. I'll look over. Uh, like she's sleeping over there. <laughs> Flip it off going back you know mm-hmm. done with those done with this and then we got home and then yeah and you never even knew i changed the channel yeah <laughs> that's yep. that's the funny thing is is that you whenever you like then i'm i'm free to do as i please mm-hmm. you know and you're none the wiser <laughs> i mean i'm not see that's the thing i don't get too attached to things like that i listen to my phone with everything but right. as far as everything else see, i'm not really attached to it you'll you're the type of person that'll play a song on on the radio mm-hmm. and then listen to something else on your phone <laughs> like like are you even listening yes i'm listening to it but you're also listening to your phone i can do both that's you 
Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I just need the noise in the background sometimes. Uh You need two noises. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I'm weird like that. (laughs) Right. It's just media, the social media and the media in general, how much is advanced. Like, it just suck you you up. I feel like there's so much stuff out there sometimes that you just want to intake more. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. I think that that's the thing. And that'll bring us into our next topic i guess but yeah there's so much stuff uh, mr jeff bezos mm-hmm. um you know he sent a rocket up into space mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying that uh he uh he, he jb number two jb2 what's that mean jet blue two no jb2 jeff bezos two jeff bezos is number jb2 what are you saying the first jb is justin bieber Okay. So he's the second JB. He's JB2, T-O-O? Yeah. Or however you want to put it. But he's not the top JB. Justin Bieber is. Okay. He's the second JB. All right. Uh, good thing we got that situated. Yeah. JB2, let's call him that. Uh, he, uh, he, you know, sent his rocket into space. And people are saying he's losing touch with reality. And like, I mean, it, it's not that far off. He is a little bit, a little bit crazy with they're, everything. They're saying that uh, he, uh, you know, because just he has all this money, and they're like, he spent all that money to go to space. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare he? Um, People feel like there's other things in the world that can use that money when somebody acquire it, but it's his money, and he's not obligated to do anything besides what he wants. Besides what he wants to do now. Um, a lot of people are canceling their Amazons, their primes, you know, all their stuff, uh, because they don't feel, they don't want to feed that machine. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that since we left Catalina, I don't spend as much through Amazon prime because we can get the, the two day shipping. It doesn't really work like it used to anymore. I don't think, Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I just can go to the store and buy things now. Mm-hmm. The prices aren't always the best. It would just being on Catalina, like you, that's how you could buy things that you wanted, right. and it would get there soon. Right. But not. In, but I was never able to use any of the streaming services. Right. But now I use the streaming services that they have, and I give Amazon, I guess, a good amount of money if I rent a movie. It comes through Amazon. Uh, if I. I have Amazon Prime. I watch movies through there. I have audiobooks through Audible, which is mm-hmm. owned by Amazon. Right. Uh, with my Amazon Prime account, I have Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. And so you do use it. You just don't. Right. Uh, I mean, all of it's supporting him regardless. Right. I mean, it's so, but that's the thing, though. Like, people want to like slow down on Amazon. It's right. so many people who if are he, not even connected to what Jeff Bezos is doing. They just use Amazon for right. everyday things. For everyday things. In fact, we we go through our podcast goes through Amazon portals. Right. Right. We're pro Amazon. <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> like, and you know, Whole Foods owned mm-hmm. by Amazon. You know. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's well, an Amazon company. I don't care about Whole Foods, though. Yeah, you so don't like pre- It's super fucking pretentious. <laughs> like, you guys got organic everything. Like, can uh-huh. I get regular spaghetti no. and not organic spaghetti? You could get the spaghetti that you want. I mean, sometimes, but some stuff is not. Like, when I was yeah. trying to get chili or something in a can of beans. You want, you want the, the Hormel yeah, chili. Yeah, I want Hormel chili. And they're not going to have it. 
right. because it's got too much preservatives in it. Okay, so but they I... sell PBR. <laughs> I know that much for sure. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so it's kind of a kind of a thing where you know it's. Uh, do you, do you feel like if you're a person, how many people? That company of Amazon is attached to so many things. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think it's too soon? To, sorry, too late to kind of say, you know, I don't want to push back on that. It's way too late, right? It's like, taken it's, over it's already. already. Like, like at what point can you can't you can't cut it off anymore? No. Especially if you, like I said, the audiobooks, Audible is a place. I mean, to you get, can even you know, even if you get a hundred thousand people to slow down from Amazon. Uh huh. Yeah, that's gonna put a small dent, but in the grand scope of things, is it really? Not is really. it really? It's not really. If, not at this if point. If they charge an extra quarter a month for their Amazon yeah. Prime, okay, for those hundred people that left, we're gonna charge an extra dollar. Right. Done. Right. Congratulations, you played yourself. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's crazy. I think it's interesting for sure. I mean, if you when you have that type of money, people expect you to do what they want you to do and everybody got an opinion about you can what make you the world a better place right like right. the whole thing with them talking about dr dre and like his daughter like your daughter is homeless and she's 38 and it's like she's 38 mm-hmm. why she is he obligated to give her right. but because he's rich and everyone's like where's her mom where's mm-hmm. the other family like why are they because he's rich mm-hmm. people are like you should you a but that's you should dr give dre's her. daughter right yeah. he should give her money how can you have your daughter on the street mm-hmm. if we have money like that i would have to have something we would have something in writing to where i had certain amount of access but it would be restricted i would have to have you have control over it because a couple shots and i give away a bunch of fucking shit I can't help myself. Like, you want a cigarette? Here you go. Like, I just, I can't help it. Like, if I got a bunch of money in my pocket and then somebody is struggling, it's hard for me to say, no, I'm not going to give you that. Yeah, but then you have that. Okay, so if that's the case, if that's the case, you said that, is that he the one whose wife left him? Who? Dr. Dre? Yeah. And you didn't think that, what, uh, 300,000 a month was enough alimony? No. No what? I don't think it's enough considering okay. the lifestyle. But she that was would living. be that would be what would happen if you know I was in control of the money and then we got divorced, right? Well, yeah, that's why we had some different stipulations. <laughs> we would have some because that, that's the thing, man. I mean, well, it's a different relationship as well. Uh-huh. You're an honest guy. Like he was a guy who was beating up girls from like he already mm-hmm. had the bad track record of not being right. respectful to women in the first place so before you got with him you should have things in order knowing that he's not a very respectful person to women mm-hmm. so that's like she started off bad with that situation in the first place right if i want to be in a situation with somebody i kind of know who they are so i'm not gonna you know what i mean right let me grab that let me no, turn that off no just, we're almost done you don't hear it too i loud? can i can hear it. it's fine Okay, but yeah, definitely. If I uh, was in that situation with you, I trust you. Just the same way if we had children, I know that you would be a good father and take care of your responsibilities because you're a responsible person. Like, you need to know the person that you with before you make these decisions, especially mm-hmm. around money right? with people. But I don't feel like you're obligated to give anybody anything just because you make all this money. I don't think Jeff Bezos is 
responsible for anybody. Yeah, but uh, he also had people showing up, and uh, he was uh, showing up and saying, why don't you give people, you know, a working wage? Why are you so mean? I know a few years ago, I think they kind of laxed on it, but, like, people were that were working in, like, the Amazon hubs, they were, like, they had to, like, clock in. Uh, they had to get into when I worked at UPS. So it sounded like the exact same thing as when I was at UPS. I was working at the World Hub in Louisville, and you had to go through a security check because you're going into an airport, and it was after nine eleven. So you had to have a badge. You had to go through a security check. They'd pat you down. You metal detectors, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then you had to hop on a tram, and then you had to go to where your job site was, and then once it was time to work, you had to clock in. But don't be late because they'll write you up. But you got to go through all that to get to the just job to site. get to get to the job site, and then you had to clock out and do it again. And that's you know, that di- that's that Disney World life. <laughs> Walk halfway through the park to get to your job before <laughs> work and be there. On it basically time was only yeah. it wasn't pretty, uh, and uh, so you know he was like that. All these people were at work like hours longer than what they were supposed to when it came down to it, and they weren't getting compensated for it. Right. And people were like, how, how dare you? Why do you do that to your people? And, you know, now, like, I think the base pay for an Amazon employee is like $15, $16. And that's because which, that's, they hired a million people. Like, for a minute, Amazon was literally like, whoever want to work, yeah, you can they are, you hire. They are right now. They're hiring delivery people to drive Amazon Flex right now. Yeah, when you hire that many people, it drives down uh, the pay rate. I know, but that's that's decent pay. That's what the McDonald's people want. They want fifteen dollars an hour, right? I know, but like I that's think what that they're begging sh- for. I think it's and, but that's McDonald's versus delivering packages to people's houses. But it that's the Amazon base pay though, and right. that's everybody in Amazon. Right. That's their base pay. That's not just delivering packages. You'd probably mm-hmm. make more money doing that. Right. Maybe. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's funny because uh, he, okay, so they got this new thing. This is what I was looking at my phone because I wanted to get the screenshot. I take screenshots. Um, Screenshot, man. Treasure, meet treasure truck. It's this new thing that Amazon's doing. uh, New treasures are waiting for, apparently, like, it's just like a, (sighs) Amazon does this thing on their website where they have, like, lightning deals where you have, like, just, like, you know, real quick, we got a deal here, you mm-hmm. know, and we only have this many products. And so get it now at this price mm-hmm. before it's gone. Well, now they're doing something else with the lightning trucks, a uh, treasure truck, sorry. And, uh, uh, oh, did I lose it? Anyway, you know what FOMO is? I've heard of it. FOMO is the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, missed opportunities is a big, like, s- selling tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like with this lightning deal and this treasure truck that they're trying to push now, right. like you, you got to find your treasure truck, you know, and then these are the deals. And because you got the treasure truck, you got these deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the advertisement for it on the Amazon website, like it'll say FOMO inducing sales will be displayed. So they're telling you that we are trying to trick you into buying stuff by the fear of missing out. Like, it says it right there. But nobody <laughs> pays attention to that. But the, it's in the advertisement. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. If it's not loud enough, like, people, 
people attention spans are just so weak uh-huh. and so short right now. People are just click, 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 click. So they hear that. They barely even hear all the words. It's right. like, cool, that sounds great. Click, and if you like, look at it, there's bright colors, beautiful. It looks cool. Yeah, you know? keep it moving. Like everybody's just moving so fast. Nobody's stopping unless it's like blatantly said, unless it's something that's out loud and shouted out loud uh-huh. where you can't ignore it. Most of those things just go under the radar, just like we were talking about bands that talk about all this stuff in their music that mm. nobody call, you know, say, hey, that's wrong. You probably shouldn't talk about that in your right. music. It's the same thing. If Unless it's loud and clear and you can't ignore it, people are just moving too fast to mm-hmm. catch too, it. Too fast to notice that it says that we're telling you that you're going to have a fear of missing out, this missed opportunity, and then you're going to regret it because you didn't get it, so you better buy it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. You hate it, but it's kind of smart. I know, but that's <laughs> that's also the thing too. Like this is a guy, you know, and you know, I not. I'm sure it wasn't his idea. You know, we'll put the FOMO on there, Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, he had a team of dude, and if it works for him, and then he makes more money, like how can you fault them? Because it's the people that are, you know, giving him the money because they yeah. get that FOMO, right? For this new opportunity. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy definitely interesting yeah definitely interesting so i wanted to uh bring up so this girl shikari richardson she was the girl who was on a u.s team for track so she got kicked out of the olympics for testing positive she was a weed weed woman yeah she had weed in her system Uh well she just came back and she just ran another race one of the it's a popular race in the united states i'm not sure Mm -hmm. i think it might go out of is it Oregon? It's one of those big race states. But she did this big race, and uh, she competed with some of the Jamaicans that was actually in the Olympics that mm-hmm. did really well. And she came in ninth place. Mm-hmm. And so now everyone's talking so much shit about her. They're like, she should have shut her mouth. She was running her mouth saying she was the best. Now she mm-hmm. got ninth. Now look at her. Like, maybe maybe it was emotional distraughtness that knocked her down a few pegs. She, she was just... Like, you or can maybe. tell the girl from the hood and she don't know have media training so mm-hmm. she is literally getting in trouble for just an arrogant attitude that she has where she's like i'm the best and like you can't say you're the best and then and people were like well the biggest issue right now is all the people who won no one's talking about they're mm-hmm. talking about her because she got That's pulled true. out for weed and like she got ninth place. It was like when do you talk about the ninth place person ever mm-hmm. like she's taking up all the media from these people like sure creating a bad stink around her name she's gonna have to win the next race or girl you out of there you see where ryan locked he at he big was on Bro- big brother that's where he at he went on big brother he ain't, in a, he ain't doing no more sports he ain't <laughs> on big brother and you what, ain't gonna what see did him he no do more. he was a swimmer a swimmer he was right after uh, he was phelps sidekick yep he was his replacement pretty much uh-huh. he was the guy to take on the right carry on a baton uh-huh yeah that's crazy i do you think so we have, we have, I think we're getting to the point to, well, there's a lot of bars here in Portland, Maine, but we're kind of getting to the point where there are a percentage of m- recreational weed stores yeah. in town. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, uh, it's all... It's not neck and neck, you know, because it just it's just not it's not going to be. But it, I'd say there's at least like twenty five percent they match yeah. the bar scene 
here recreational marijuana yeah. places and it's crazy because they all get the, get their things from the same farm in the area so uh-huh. it's literally the same product that might be packaged differently at different places so at what point i know so on a federal level everything's still illegal so at what and pretty much i think if you are of a certain age societally wise yeah. and you're of a mindset you're uh you're okay with everything. It's acceptable. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you have like an old school kind of like mind mm-hmm. or like belief system in something mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, that's people didn't do that in my day. You know, they shouldn't be doing it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, those druggies. You know, there was always the saying, uh, dope for people that don't smoke weed is weed. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> for people that do, it, dope is everything else, <laughs> you know? like dope for people who don't smoke weed is weed yeah what are you doing smoking that dope yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's right, right. that's you right so and then like you know somebody who might be a stoner would be like dope would be like something else you know yeah dope is definitely not weed <laughs> <laughs> it make you eat some stuff up and right. it make you a little bit but sleepy but like like at what point like do you think that even in a voting stand if it were to become legal 100% like in America mm-hmm. culture in the culture like of American society what would push it into you know being acceptable through everybody do you think it ever would be I think I think it's going that route and honestly what I think is they should open up I think that you should be able to smoke weed inside at the restaurants just like how you could smoke cigarettes you at the Coney though. Island I wish <laughs> oh, I didn't need to go back to oh, no yeah. that's smoking was allowed in bars but it's not anymore i know i think we should go back to that (laughs) okay i or maybe they can open buildings where you can go little hangouts where you can go and smoke weed Uh and hang out smoke oh yeah those exist do they yeah little hangouts where you can go smoke weed legally yeah yeah i think more of those popping up is the way to go Uh except for as a business owner I don't ever want to own a business where people are getting high or getting fucked up. No. That's the only thing. That's just such a risk, such a liability to have that going well, on. Well, is it people own bars? True. I I would never own a bar because right. it comes with too much trouble, especially if you're a girl. Like, we go to some of the bars and it's women that's there at night by themselves. Right. And people act stupid sometimes. Uh-huh. And now, if you don't have no security or nothing, you're expected to, like, deal with that. Mm-hmm. I'm like... How do you deal with that? What are you supposed to do? Call the police every time? Every night you got to call the police because people are outrageous and you can't handle know. the situation. Yeah, especially if you live in a tourist town. Yeah. They're going to be gone tomorrow. Got to get the pepper spray. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Sweet Gravy Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also listen to us on YouTube. We have video there and every other streaming platform. All right. Awesome. Thank you.